2023 Village Crookshill Workshop. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Had time to remember what happened uh, 22 years ago today. Yep. First on the agenda this evening, we have Stephanie McManus Rinda from Neighborhood Strategies. Hello. Good evening. How are you? Good. How are you? For a Monday. Yep. We've gotten through it <laughs> so far. Almost. Almost. I don't mean jinxing us yet. <laughs> yeah, true. And uh, here to speak on uh, Neighborhood Strategies, our grant works. And yep. Um, anything to... Would you like me to share now or questions later? Or? Sure. Okay. I, I was just updating Lacey that, you know, this project has changed a lot. A lot. Um, uh, good. I'm glad you're aware of some of them. Um, it's ever evolving. Uh, we hope that these changes have slowed down and or stopped between now and December when um, the applications are due. Uh, we're hearing either mid to late December or potentially early January, which is basically mid-December, right? Everyone goes on vacation, so sure. uh, the Mayor's Partnership for um, Progress and Neighborhood Strategies and all involved, I think you'll hear from planners, are trying to get everything ready for um, application to be submitted. Uh, when the portal opens, which would be about mid-November to you know mid-December is when everyone wants to wrap up with things. As I was saying just a minute ago, um, things have shifted a little bit. So rather than each community submitting for a grant and for funding, the Department of Development, specifically the Governor's Office of Appalachia, has asked that there's four to six large applications across the 32 states. Mayor, I'm glad you've heard of that. Um, yeah. So that means that these applications are gonna be very large yeah. and involve at least, I think a minimum, they wanna see of four counties and have probably, let's say there's a lead applicant with the application, then maybe some themes below that just to group things together and make it make sense. Um, some are doing trails or historic sites. Um, downtown revitalization is one theme that's popping up a lot. I think that will interest you a bit. Um, and then that will all be under one gigantic application. Let's say around 50 million would be the total request and broken out across a lot of different communities. Um, so uh, right now, we're not certain of who all those lead applicants are, but we're really, really hoping that um, the LDDs will start to serve as lead applicants. Uh, Eastgate, already up in Youngstown and um, Ashtabula area, has decided to come forward as a lead applicant. They've got, I think, four counties together to do their application. Um, I couldn't name all the projects that are in there, but I'm sure there's quite a few. Uh, we were just meeting with Omega last week, um, and it sounds as though they're getting an application together, and their board is voting on September 19th, I believe, on whether or not they will officially be a lead applicant. Uh, it's looking promising, I can say that. Um, and then I, I know Buckeye Hills is, is doing sort of the same thing. The OVDRC is also doing the same thing, the other um, LDDs. Uh, trying to decide if they are going to need to be the lead applicant or not. They were hoping, you know, that there would be other entities that would step forward, but you can imagine having such a large, app large application with so many communities involved, administering that should you be awarded would be very difficult, especially if it's a smaller entity that doesn't have the bandwidth or the staff to do that. So that that's what's happening right now. We wish that this could have been 
resolved much earlier. So when did that change to that? Um, I believe May, June-ish, mm -hmm. and then July for certain. I know the, the Is there one the applications ready by December, even though they're going to be larger? Yeah. So it sounds like they're gearing this money for somebody or something that they want to gear it for is what it sounds like to me. Well, four to six main apps, over 32 counties. Yeah, that'd be difficult to administer. And I, the governor's office of Appalachia has said that they were surprised by the number of projects that came to light over the past, let's say, six months to a year. Um, so that's where that change kind of came in place to organize it a little bit, even though it seems very convoluted and complex. Right. Um, well, in all fairness, when you stand up on the uh, pulpit and say, hey, we're going to release $500 million, unused funds, Sounds like a lot of money, but then when you say 32 counties involved, yes. hmm, that's about 14 million a county if you evenly distributed it. Yeah. I don't know why they would have been surprised. You throw dead fish and a water shark show up. <laughs> yeah. And having spent a lot of time across a lot of, I want to say 15 to 20 of the, the counties, there's a lot of need out there. So it's not surprising to anyone who has spent some time in the communities. Sure. Yeah. So this is where we are right now, and I, I know Michael from American Structure Point, the um, state procured planner that was assigned to your community, yes. is coming out in like two weeks. Mm -hmm. yes. um, I wish that could have happened earlier to have you further along, but um, he's great. They're working, they're one of the bigger firms. They're doing a lot of the projects. I think they're even working on some really large projects in, I believe, Chillicothe and Athens as well so that he'll have a lot of information on kind of what's going on already we will also serve as that in that role but more as a project manager neighborhood strategies so we are hired by the mayor's partnership for progress to be your advocate project manager I mean we are spread out all across all the what 44 communities within their purview so we won't be here every day um, all the time but please reach out to us at any time you have our contact details either myself or Vince uh, or Jim Lunner. Um, we, if you haven't heard from Michael, something falls through, we're happy to help that happen. We're also prepared that through the technical assistance funds, which is how we're funded, not through the state procured planner funding, there might be some gaps in planning because another um, hiccup in this process was the state procured planner's budgets were cut significantly, so their scope has been greatly reduced. So. Instead of having these projects planned and shovel ready, a lot of engineering done, contingency addressed, um, by the time of application in December, there's going to be like a one to two pager for each project created, which is far less than any of us wanted to happen, but everyone's in the same boat, so we're all just moving forward as best we can to be competitive and get communities like Cooksville picked up in a lead application in, in one of those big yeah. ones. Now, aside from that, working with the Mayor's Partnership for Progress, Amista, Misty, and the three of us at Neighborhood Strategies are trying to get as many projects that are eligible planned as possible. Even if you're not picked up in a large application, we'll either figure out a way to find another lead applicant that might come about and have you join there to be have a chance at the funding right now or look for alternative funding and get it somewhat planned through the planner so that you're further along and more competitive in other funding opportunities. 
So none of these projects, if we can help it, and where's Partnership for Progress, I'll at least commit that, right? Um, within that, you know, um, it, within their footprint, everything will be considered going forward. So everything will go on some list, even if it doesn't go forward with ACGP, it will be considered for, you know, what other funding is out there. So we don't want any projects to just be forgotten and sure. put on the shelves. But then, but then that falls into the old traditional match grants, yes. that sort of thing. Yeah. And really, in the end, you know, can those, the reason for this pie in the sky, plan, dream big, you know, mantra that they've been talking about for a year is, well, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's yeah. going to be zero match. Throw it, throw the plan yeah. together, but it's going to eliminate a lot of yeah. small communities when you hit a 26% match or a, you know, plus engineering fees and costs and so forth. Exactly. Not if Amista can help it. I well, know she's well, being yeah. very loud out there yeah. um, in a great way saying well, I appreciate it. designed <laughs> to help smaller communities not just go to the bigger communities that have Population received a lot centers. of funding right. yeah, yeah. already. What at this point in time could, do, do you see that we need to produce or, <clears throat> or, or do that may help us or change the outcome? It's tough that Michael can't get down here for two weeks because a lot is happening right now, this week and next week, as far as, you know, deciding who a lead applicant is and then each, you know, let's say by county, at least within Omega I can speak to, and I would predict that the other LDDs and groupings are going to start to do something similar if they haven't already. Um, ask the communities to whittle it down to exactly what you want to put forward within the county or within a, a defined area, right? So it would be nice if it was a little further along this week, but, you know, Michael will get to that. Okay. I've got some information from the email that you put together, Mayor, that I can start to, our team will start to list out so that if we're in a room where things are being discussed, we can say, hey, Crooksville's doing this. Yeah. Their planner hasn't gotten down there yet. Don't leave them out, please. Something's coming down the line. So, Perfect. and we'll talk to Amista about that too to make sure that she advocates for that as well. Awesome. But once Michael is here, um, Salvadori from um, American Structure Point, he will really deep, he should deep dive into <coughs> how to put together. He'll give you advice first on what would be the most competitive. Like this is, of the, I think you had three that you outlined. Here are the ones that we suggest would be the best to focus on because they're the most competitive. Or Lacey, I think you've mentioned there's this idea of kind of maybe combining it together. It's hard to know what Michael will recommend, but he's been working on so many and all of the 19 planners have been coming together and meeting. So they know what's going on in the other communities That's and good. what would likely be competitive. Yeah. And I've encouraged Lacey, ask him, is this eligible? Like, tell me straight up, is this eligible <laughs> by ARPA and uh, House Bill 377, yeah. right? So, because that will be the first when cut when was, it comes uh, to things. When he was, we did a, a Zoom, well, yeah, it was a Zoom meeting. He was sitting in the airport waiting on his connecting flight and. Um, it sounded like downtown revitalization had a real good shot. Yeah. It sounded like one of our <clears throat> business centers uptown that actually has one of the branches of the public library yeah. um, <coughs> in one of their buildings had a had a real good shot of of getting some you know remodeling done, HVAC, plumbing, that kind of thing for the library. And he also mentioned we we own a piece of property and. 
our village administrator sent on the, uh, the property information too, but uh, has to deal with outside spaces <coughs> and, yeah. and developing and moving kind of a, a park theme downtown yeah. right off our main street. He thought that might have a, yeah. a real good shot of being involved. So Yeah, from what I've seen that you've summarized, it appears to be <coughs> eligible to me. Michael is much more the expert on that because he's been deep diving in all the communities and can tell you, and been asking the governor's office of Appalachia as well, Director Kerry, because there's some room for interpretation in both ARPA and at the House bill. So there's been some things where everyone raises their hand and says, well, is this a structure? Is this okay? Or is this a new build? And yeah, so um, good. I'm glad that's happening. And like I said, we'll keep everyone updated as to, you know, you'll hear once lead applicants come out because that that's when everyone will start to, okay, we want to be in this, we want to be in this one. Um, there has been a discussion outside of just the LDDs of if there are smaller communities left out of some of those, should there be another lead applicant that steps forward just serving smaller communities downtown revitalization? Um, Based on the rubric, if it's only focused, like a, an entire application only focused on downtown revitalization, you'll lose a couple of points potentially in the rubric just because it wouldn't have healthcare or something else in there, but, but maybe that's, that's okay. That's, that's kind of the discussion that's across the board right now, how that will all shake out. If I had to predict right now, there will be more than four to six applications going into the Department of Development. What do you think, double? I, there's a potential for hundreds, to be honest, but well, I, I would say... Lead apps, though. Safely say maybe it would be easy to achieve 10, even having them lumped together. There's just so many. <coughs> and everyone, as you can imagine, is fighting to be a part of that. Sure. So, you know. Sure. We're also meeting with Michael pretty regularly. We run into him in group meetings, but we're also working on setting up a meeting with him just because he's working on so many communities that we're working with to see what have you accomplished so far, and we'll bring up Brooksville and make sure that, see if he's already putting stuff down on paper and planning to the extent that he could yeah. without being down here yet. Okay. There's a couple of other important deadlines within the program that I should probably mention just so everyone's aware and the community is aware. Um, so in addition to, you know, portal for the application opening in mid-November, uh, application due, let's say, by mid to late December. That's safer to assume. Um, the entire project being put forward has to be completed and built by October 2026. I'm not sure if you've heard that. So that is one of the things that you have to meet that eligibility, be able to accomplish that. So right away and, and ownership of the space or the building or whatever is, is extremely important. Uh, we have a lot of, of river projects that are a little iffy whether or not they could be completed in that time. Um, and then another date that we've just heard, I believe last week or the week before, is um, it's suggested that projects are able to go out to bid by this time well, let's say August next year, because I think you have to have 
agreements in place by, I believe it was September or October of next year. That's a new thing that we just found out about. So that's, I think, giving everyone a little bit of heartburn, especially the planners, because there's a lot of these projects will go forward and still need, if they're funded early next year, as soon as they get funding next year, they're gonna have to do a lot more engineering and um, planning before they could even be shovel ready. So sure. I think they're worried about securing bids in time. Well, and the problem with that is, like we've seen the last nine to 12 months, is 30% inflation on. Director Kerry has just asked. everything. <laughs> yeah, Director Kerry has asked that they build that in, um, not a contingency. They just add it on to okay. the planning costs. That, that's that good. Yeah. It's still a gamble of whether or not that will be estimated correctly, especially if planning is reduced at this point. but. One other thing, sorry, I keep thinking of things. We keep hearing new things every day. Um, the governor's office of Appalachia has said that they could potentially make more planning dollars available. We're trying to figure out how that is able to happen and be turned around in time to have the application complete. But if for some reason your projects need more vetting, more planning, um, we can investigate how to get a little bit more funding either through the TA funding and Neighborhood Strategies procures that in some way to help, you know, if a small study like putting together an operations plan or something needs to be accomplished in order to have the application more competitive. Or, um, and this is a more complicated, questionable whether or not the turnaround time is enough, but um, the Governor's Office of Appalachia is investigating whether legally some of those TA funds can be returned um, and go through the controlling board and go back to procured planners to allow for more planning. That is a more risky because that would take quite some time and not um, be approved in time for the application process. But keep that in the back of your mind that if there is, if Michael says, you know, if we had more funds or resources to be able to flush this out, we could have, you know, more information to make you more competitive. Tell us that, please, either Neighborhood Strategies or Amista, and we'll try and see if there's a way to get some more funding. Of course, we have to think about how we spread that out across all of their communities, but we're still advocating for them. I think that's everything. <laughs> Does anybody have any questions for? Sorry, this is so complex. It's an ever-changing thing. Yeah. They keep making it more complicated and giving you less time to get it done. <clears throat> it's almost like they already got projects that they've got in mind or areas that they want to improve with this money, and that's where the money will go. Not that's my feeling. It's going to go where the populations are because that's where your voters are. <coughs> that's, what, that's what they target. Not if Mr. and Misty can help it. I know they're really speaking up in those meetings, but we need to be screaming. You know, this money is meant for the Appalachian region for yes. lower income, impoverished areas, and they're finding a way to politicize it and make the point where it's almost too complicated for the, the smaller areas to even keep up and run with the big dogs and spend the money they need to spend to get that money. It's, I find it a little. The mayor said a very made a very good statement. 
they'd give that money and split it up between the Appalachian counties in Ohio, we all would have got 14 million. And there's 11 villages in this in the county that could have split that 14 million up. And we could have got some work done. Right. But we're going to do around. It's going to go around, and it's going to end up that you know our villages and the, the impoverished villages. That's right. The, the, the underfunded villages already. Correct. Are, are going to be the ones we're that's going to not getting anything. Money. And I made this statement down at Logan at the Mayor's Partnership meeting. If this goes down the way I figure it will, and our small villages won't get anything, the retaliation is going to be at the ballot box. And a representative from the uh, Governor's Office of Appalachia was there, so was Mark Johnson. So when, and I sat right beside the guy from J.D. Vance's office. They all heard what I had to say. And it's sad because we could all benefit from that. But now we're not going to benefit from it. It's only going to go to several counties that can afford to put big projects together. And here we are in Crooksville. We can't buy a sick monkey breakfast. And we're going to be left out in the dust. That's all I got to say about it. I'll take that back. No, you scream, know. scream at the top of your lungs. Because <laughs> you know you're you're not just talking Kirksville. You're talking all yeah. all your lower socioeconomic areas yeah. in, 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 in southeastern Ohio. I mean, from north to south. And a those, those are the ones that's going to be hurt by 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 all this yes, movement with what they're doing with them. It sounds to me like they've got just from the parameters of how the grants are, or how the money's changing. This is. They keep changing their parameters to meet certain criteria that like somebody's already met those benchmarks and those criteria. And unless they're just coming up this stuff daily just for, I don't know, keep moving the goalpost to... Yeah. But Mr. Lippert is one of our best, best advocates. All right. Oh, I'm not, I'm not complaining to you. I'm just telling you that's, oh, the, frust that's the frustration of, a, yeah. of being it a is. representative in a, in a small community that socioeconomics aren't all that great. And, and, you know, it's already a fight to, to apprehend funding because a lot of your funding comes with a 26% match. And yeah. if you're doing a big project, a small community like Crooksville or Miller or, yeah. or anywhere, any, New Lats or, or anywhere, it's going to be hard for them to procure, procure those projects because they're not going to be able to come up with those matches. It's just a fact. I mean, Absolutely. and they know that at the state. They already know that. That's why they, they, they geared the money towards this area. And now they're going to make it to where it's going to be doing the same thing that all the damn money did before. And, and that's not on you. That's that's. Oh, I understand. Believe me, I've heard it from a lot of communities. I was in Zaleski in Benton County. I, oh, I know yeah. they, yeah. They where they, that's at. <laughs> yeah, they, they need all the help they can get there. Right, right. It's, it's not just Crooksville. I mean, there's, there's a lot of small communities that, yeah. that, that want to advance and want to do great things, but Money talks. Well, we are doing our best to right, get you. in those rooms and get loud and say, hey, this was intended for this purpose, That's not right. just to divvy up. That's, that was the original intention for the money. This, this, this is federal money. Our yes. return. ARC money. The, the return money from from code. This, yeah. that, was a, that was the original intention of this money mm -hmm. from the yeah. get-go. And, yeah. the mayor brought and that still needs to be the intention. We hope so. The mayor brought up another good point. Inflation is eating it up, too. Oh, we're falling further and further behind, and we're behind eight ball already. Yeah, it's chewed it up. Yeah, every day. Yeah, and, uh, 
You can sense a frustration in everybody in this room. Well, this, council, this council and this mayor and, uh, and this administration, uh, over, the, over the last few years I've worked with them, has been creative in trying to get things done, and we will continue to do that. But Absolutely. it's damn frustrating when there's money that should have been targeted for communities like ours that are trying to be creative without the dollars, and, and, and it's just another way of saying, huh, you need the dollars, you need to... You need the voters. That's what's coming down to is we're going to get the money where there's more population and more voters. That's it's political as that hell, man. And you, pathetic are, as hell. There are a lot of people in rooms when the governor's office of Appalachia, their representatives, you know, Director Kerry, Julia, others um, are there that are very adamant that that not happen, um, and they've acknowledged that and said this was originally intended for that. Stood for. You know, I can't predict what will actually happen, but we're doing our best to. to if I were a betting it. man, I would say it's going to happen just like I said it's going to happen. Yeah. Yep. And the smart communities are already struggling to even come up with matches, not just ours. And, I'm, and even if you are creative, are going to be the ones going. Well, we're we're struggling to fill our police department positions as they're open. Okay. And we're open to, offering twenty dollars an hour, and we can't even do that. Nobody applies. Nobody applies. We can't afford more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to that point, actually, this is a little <laughs> off topic, but um, Amista and Misty put out a survey. Or did you receive a survey for? They also received other TA technical assistance funding separate from ARPA through the state, um, and they're looking to see how that might be best used. I believe it was a little bit over a million. Don't quote me on that, but I just want to mention that. Um, reach out to them because they're surveying all the communities to see what services could we provide. Could we hire someone that comes down and helps do these things you don't have bandwidth for? Um, I know that doesn't solve everything, but that could help a little bit. Yeah, appreciate that. Of all the small communities, Somerset will still come out smelling like a rose. Well, Rodney, they have a plan. We have no plan. They're proactive, not reactive, like we are. Well, just like she said, the plans are behind. It's not that's not catching anything. Yeah, we're and, falling further and further behind. And they also got a larger population of voters. And that's where my and they're right off of seventy. Yeah, yeah. You're not just talking Somerset. You're talking the whole area there. Well, as you think of things, please don't hesitate to ask questions. Or if you have a concern, you know, you feel like you're getting further behind, we'll try and light a fire to get things moving along faster. Okay. Anybody else have questions or anything? Thank you. Right. For Thank time. you so much for Thank you. Time you. Time. Yeah. Absolutely. And hang in there. <laughs> you, you got will. a lot of people on your side. Oh, yeah. We will, and we'll be great. That's what we do. See you in Somerset. <laughs> the mayor's partnership meeting's there this month. Yes, I will be there, actually. Um, I'll be the representative from Neighborhood Strategies there, so I will definitely see you there. Yep. All right.
Thanks, everyone. Thank, thank you. That's a cup, honey. Oh, thank you. <laughs> can't leave this. It's a Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks. Have a good evening. bunch of different roof quotes as you can see um, so the easiest way for me to break it down because as you can see we're really not comparing apples to apples with any of these they all have different ideas on what they would like to do um, that's why the costs are so different so I tried to break it down into what they were gonna what each individual company wanted to do for each building. Um, like I said, we've got some that feel like they can just slap on some sealer and the rubber roof will be fine. We have some that feel like we need to put new rubber roofing down. Um, so that's, it felt like that was the best way. Um, Tim and I sat down last week and tried to go through all of the estimates to come up with a way to compare them you know it's it's hard when they're not similar at all so this is the best thing I could I could do to kind of lay it out for you I have the actual estimates here but everything that I put on here was directly from each estimate My fear is I don't want to get into putting money into it and then the, the patch, the sealant, the whatever that particular person wants to do wasn't the answer and then we end up spending already kicked in fifteen twenty thousand dollars so we're behind. Has but, Tim looked at it? Yeah, Tim and I sat and went over the first batch of quotes, then we got the second batch and went over them all again and tried to compare. Um, he's very knowledgeable. I think he would have a good idea which one of these was ridiculous and which one wasn't. Um, I think his fear is the lower ones that are just wanting to put some sealant over top of it. Yeah. It's not going to work. It's just, like it's just going to be a band-aid yeah. sure. and it might last us a month. It might last us a year, but we're going to end up back in the same predicament. Um, what are they wanting to do? Well, that's I've got it all listed out here because we have so many different um, different estimates. Like so said, each one is wanting to do something different. Um, that's why I've listed out the way I do. Um, some of them want to do a new roof um, with the new metal or shingles. And then on the rubber roof, they want to replace it. Some want to repair it. Some are partial replace, or, yeah, like patchwork. Uh, the one wants to just do the valley in between the rubber roof and the shingle roof. So they're kind of all over the place. Um, but after talking to Tim and looking at the pictures, they're in pretty bad shape. The one basically said, all of the shingles are like when you went to touch them were like sandpaper 
they just disintegrated in his hand. Yeah, they need to go. That, so that roof's thirty-five or forty years old. And it's that's what Tim said. They're both, you know, the Beaumont and the water plant roofs are in really bad shape. So, from what they have said, what Tim has said, it sounds like we need to do replacement of both the rubber and the shingle roof at the Beaumont, and then we need to replace the um, the lean-to and the garage out at the water, water plant. plant. So, and that's on especially the Beaumont um, to try to even the playing fields um, when I put, say on the first one, um, install new rubber on existing rubber roof, and then I put when they would break them down to kind of give the idea of the cost for the rubber roof um, for the ones that quoted it like that. And I think that helps to level out where we're at because then that puts everybody closer. What's the uh, warranty on these roofs? Did anyone tell you they're what their warranty is? Um, they're kind of all over the board. Um, but I can I can go through and for instance if we uh, the current construction what's their warranty if for replacing everything what's their well and it would just depend on I'm sure what we went with I mean it's going to be a different warranty for shingle versus the rubber versus the metal um, I'd like us to see and go universal, and I'd like to go metal, kind of match up the shelter houses at the park. The I, I would swim, like to see us show the pool house, yeah. the everything, and just make it all uniform. You mean, as far as color and stuff? Yeah. And, um, you know, your metal's final, you're not going to have to be sitting here 25 years from now talking about re-roofing it again with shingles. So how, uh, what funds would we use to pay uh, to put this roofs on? How, I mean, water, water, sewer, water and plans, street? Yeah, for the Beaumont and then... Water, Beaumont, yeah, water, Beaumont can be stretched pretty easily. Water, sewer and street for things. the Beaumont building and water for the water plant. Why would we pay $75,000 to put a roof on that we have talked about in here that maybe five years from now somebody comes in and says, I want to buy that building, I'm going to put a business right there. Yeah, I'm not suggesting that we would go with the 75000 but I did want to give you all the information that I had. No, I, I mean, I definitely wouldn't go with the highest. But I, And that's not even... That one is doing the rubber. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's very well. It's a lot of investment. Talk about it. That building sold three years ago. <laughs> it looks like you get quite a bit for that 47. Mm -hmm. He's been in quite a bit, um, you know, with doing the salt bin, and I was surprised how well that went up I mean it's exactly what they said it would be um, and I something I do like while working with them is 
we pay for the materials so you know exactly what you're getting you're not being quoted yep. Yep. one thing and then maybe they go and buy some a lower quality and you're yeah. being charged for the higher quality um, that's what we did for the yeah, we paid it directly we, to like Carter's, Carter's or lumber and things like that and I like that because you know exactly what you're getting and may not with some of the others what do you think like for your kid mm -hmm. he's he's been very good to work with um, so I if I were to recommend one that that would be who I would recommend just solely based on the quote seems about middle of the playing field um, who's that Current construction. Who? Current construction. <laughs> He's First on the top of the list. There's one on Belmont Roof. That one at the bottom just put a roof on my house three months ago. Todd Dodson? Dodson. Mm -hmm. he did a fine job. Yeah, he does a good job. He's good. Be interesting if you had him figure apples from apples. He kind of came be. in and didn't make the best impression on the staff. Um, he pretty well just told everybody that he was getting the job because he was friends with the councilman and... You, me? <laughs> no, he said Scott. <laughs> um, so... I'm one vote. I'm one vote. I, I know that. He can tell you anything he wants, but I'm one vote. I, I know that, but it just... I damn sure won't go with seventy-four thousand dollars. No, no. I damn sure that. won't go with fifty-nine thousand dollars. And I damn sure won't go with forty-seven thousand dollars when I can get it done for fourteen. But he's not replacing the roof. Who? Dotson's not replacing the roof. He's the just rubber. doing the rubber roof, and he would be replacing the shingles, and then the rubber in between the rubber and the shingles. He wouldn't be replacing the rubber on. The whole room. That's minus replacing the rubber on the entire roofing structure on the rubber side. I don't know. I'm sure if he thought it was bad enough, he was going to give you a replacing that also. Remember, Scott, we found out with the water and the sewage, the cheapest ain't always the best. <laughs> you get what you pay for. Yeah. Well, that's why I put the quote or the cost of the rubber roof on the other ones. Um, because if you subtract those numbers, it puts you closer to the two that are at the 14. Mm -hmm. So that's where your cost is coming in, is what you're saying. The, the rubber roof. Yeah. Like if you subtracted the, the right. 33,000 from Kern's 47, you know, you're going to get closer to that 14, 15, like the other ones. So. And then right. there's yeah. the 38 from the AM roofing. Yeah. And they all show comparable insurance and so forth coverage to where they're decent i i didn't ask for the insurance on at this point okay want to make sure that's legitimate yeah. there's two lower quotes if you if you throw in the, some sort of rubber roof on either one of those it's going to bring it right up to where yeah where the other ones are I definitely think that you know it needs to be done before winter. 
And I'm sure Todd does good work. Actually, I know Todd pretty well. He's, he does. He does do good work, but I don't think he's he's not quoting apples to apples. No. How many of these are local? Um, I know A&M Roofing is, Kern Construction is, is Dotson. Todd's local. He, He's a local boy. He graduated from Crooksville. He's a Crooksville boy. I've heard of that top notch roofing. I don't know where they're from. I think that's like closer to Amish. Amish. I'm not sure where Monarch's from is. <clears throat> Uh, Fredericksburg is top notch, and McConnellsville for Monarch. Mm -hmm. That's why they're charging seventy four thousand. They have to pay toll to get back across the river. <laughs> If you want a rubber roof replaced, you're going to I'd go Kern. But it would be nice to know. I'm sure if Todd put it, if we told him we wanted a complete replacement of that rubber roof, it's going to bring his quote up too. I don't know what it would bring it up to though. Yeah, probably similar somewhere. somewhere. It's, um, it'd be similar. Same with top notch, I'm sure. Yeah. So whatever you guys want to do, I can get more information. Um, if we wanted to narrow, you know, obviously to narrow it down. Well, I think that's the scope of, you know, here, this is what we want. We want, we want metal roof. We want the rubber roof replaced. And then all the aspects in between, you know, to give us a leak-free roof. Like Fred mentioned, what's, what's your backing, what's your guarantees. And then make sure that anybody that is going to do work for us is insured because we don't want to be left holding the bag when mm -hmm. something, you know, there's no one to call when something didn't go, didn't go right. Uh, the AMA field football field. Um, I got a call um, last Thursday from Kevin Smith, who basically said um, they're not, McKee's not going to do any more work on the football field. That's as good as they could do with what they had to work with, and that's how it was going to stay. Um, McKee blames our guys for driving on it, which is absolutely untrue um our guys would have had no reason to drive on new pavement they would really have no reason to be driving out there anyway um so that's completely unfounded um but basically they said they weren't going to take care of anything other than what's already done so we've been fighting this for nearly a year now and so that ain't going to be a cherry lane thing. So, um, I can't stand that. 
Then we need to get Dan and file a lawsuit against them. Um, I've kind of kept We've got it in our contract. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's I've got the letter from them stating that any damages that were done would be repaired. And then obviously the resolution also states that. Um, so I've Jan, I'm not sure exactly when she's going to be back. I believe she'll be back to the next regular meeting next week. Um, but I've sent her all the information and I've included her in the last <coughs> couple of months worth of emails to Mr. Smith. So um, we honored all their wishes. I wish we still had something there. So, it's... He's a liar. So, not the news that we were hoping for. This needs to turn over legal. Yes. Want to go with that. Yep. So I know when Key was down here, gosh, what was that? Beginning of the summer? Yeah, it's been a while. Um, gentleman named Bruce came out, looked at it, said it was in terrible shape. He was shocked that they'd done the work and things would get done, and you know more from him. So <coughs> it's just it's been nothing but a fight. So we'll see where it goes from here, I guess. Gentleman Brian Hatfield was in last week um, regarding the mowing down at the park. Um, talked to him again today. He seems very interested in taking over the park caretaker work for now. Um, we're only going to have a couple more months of it, so um, I'd like to offer it to him. Um, at $11 an hour um, for the next couple of months. Our guys have been trying to jump in and get as much done around the park as they can, but they're already spread very thin. What's Rick doing? Um, is he, he's not home, is he? Actually, he got home over the weekend. Oh, so. Yeah, Saturday? Saturday afternoon? I believe so. Yeah. Is this a Brian Hatfield that we know? Yeah. I don't know him. Yeah, he's very good with mechanical stuff, and he's also, he can do electrician work. Pretty much he can't do. Google his name, you'll find out. So, depending on what council thinks, I mean, we really need to get somebody in place. So, if we're in favor of going that direction, I would really like to get them started as soon as possible. You do a good job. He, I mean, he would just be 
mowing, he would be directly under Tim. Tim would keep an eye on what was going on, making sure it was done. So, it's mowing at the park for a couple of months. Maybe doing some painting at the park, in the swimming pool area. Damn near rewired my allowance. Forty-seven, forty-eight. He was a cop in Crooksville years ago. Nine. He was a sheriff, wasn't he? Yeah, Roseville. 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 Mm. Was on our auxiliary for a minute. I thought he was in. Yeah, he, he was full time at the time of the uh, World Trade Center. This is like ninety-seven through two thousand two, and sheriff's office. off in a couple months. Now till first week of November maybe. Depending on the weather. Yeah. Depending on the weather. Maybe. Unless we get some of that nice climate change you keep talking about that I have yet to see. <laughs> Finally cooled off this week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I mean if everybody's okay with it. We'll get it going. If not, I mean, we can go into executive session. We can wait until next week. Whatever you guys want to do. I'll support it either way. And if we get it, get them started and it doesn't work out, we let them go. I got all the final paperwork today. I have all the signed paperwork. I reached out to Matt Headley. I didn't hear back from him, but um, that should be starting here in the next few weeks. We should have a party. Yes. <laughs> Look, when I got that final paperwork. A cherry lane block party. <laughs> back to the water plant roofing. We need to do that. We need to pick one of those. Actually, what's within her budgetary well Kearns wouldn't be I don't think would he? No, 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 because you want to narrow it down, you want to get a, a good uh that roofing, that's that's that water is running in on an electric panel. It is. Mm -hmm. Yes it is. And that needs fixed like yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. <laughs> so what parameter and scope are we looking for there to do that we could say Get them in here to do it. What are we what are water we, plant or building on building or both? Water plant. Water plant. Water plant needs uh, just the same as the Beaumont building. It needs damaged removed and new and replaced.
think we need to pick one down here. I just well, don't like going to check on if they got insurance and all that stuff. Yeah, you got to make sure that. Nobody works for the village unless they have insurance. Great. I get that. I just. I mean, we know Curtis does because he just did the salt bin, but I can, I can get whatever information you guys want. Well, we know we want to, like I said, we want to replace the shingles with metal. Is that pretty much want to replace shingles with metal? That'd be my recommendation. Or we want to replace shingles with shingles. Metal. We want to replace metal. And we want a rubber roof. We don't just want a patch job. We want the full roof, right? And I think if we're going to spend the money, that's going to be the way it's best spent. So we can put a temporary fix on right. it. And it All right. So, so that one there, that's why I said not the Beaumont building, but the water plant. Is that falling under the same purview? I mean, there's nothing. You're just talking about a roof over top of on a lean to, right? The um, it's for the, yeah, I'm sorry, the um, lean-to and then the garage. Okay. What's in the garage? I'm not 100% sure what all is in the garage. Um, I. I know that Troy's vehicle's in there. Um, I know there's other vehicles in there, um, but I couldn't tell you exactly what. So I, I, we need we really need to make a decision on that pretty quick. That's the one we need to make a decision on. It's one at the water plant row. If he has the insurance, I'd sign because he's because he's already listed everything that we want. I would say Kern's on that, but that, that's up to you all. That's just third year sack. Kern's on that water plant roof. I know Tim liked that one because he's doing the industrial metal and it locks together. It's different than the um, residential um, we know he's insured he's already that's up to you that's, that's my thought on that I'd go along with Kearns for that I, 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 we, need, we, need, we, need to get that, we do need to get that one done for, that's that's both the, all of them need done but that one there yep. plus we're running we're running bulk water sales out of there and everything else aren't we Yep. What do you think, Scott? I think we heard you, Ben. So you're looking at 10? Yeah, you're looking at 10,000. About 11,000. But he's replacing it all with metal, even the main roof and the main tube. I mean, that one needs done. That one, that that's priority. It really needs done pretty quick. Uh, and 
I think Lacey, Lacey was telling us last week about water running on the electric panels and okay. stuff. That, that that's not that's a safety hazard and uh, and it's for employees as well as just building safety. Total cost corrosion, something blows out. Yeah, yeah. So I I, I would say we I, I know we can't vote on it till next week. But I, I wouldn't mind giving her the go ahead to say hey go ahead and start it on that one. Get it in the book. Get at least a date. Is everybody good with that? And we can vote on it next week. They're they're the only ones replacing the roof, right? Right. Yeah, they're replacing metal, metal yeah. and everything. They're putting metal on out both the lean to and everybody the, else wants pressure washing. Right. What y'all thinking? I, I, that, nah. that 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 they, was, they want to pressure wash it since last week. Paint it because of that. Paint it and seal it. The one guy was. Uh, I'm good with it. We know he's insured. We know he's already done work for us. What is he? And it's a fix that needs done. The guarantee has like, been pretty good about the other stuff that he's done for us. Uh, as far as I know, he's only done the salt bend so oh, far. Yeah, um, the only thing that we've ever hired him to do. We didn't get the material order. Yeah, we need to get on that ASAP. Did you say what gauge the metal was? He did. It is. I'm going to you got water running the electric panels. Oh, it's no good. Yeah. It's no good. Water and electric don't mix. No. Water, electric, and humans can be real bad. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't see it on here. Um, you did say it was industrial. Though, it is industrial. So yes. It's a heavier gauge than what you're used to. Oh, okay. Is that the one ten ball nice if you get that in writing? Yeah. So you know, we make sure that we got the proper gauge. That's well, we'll be ordering it. So okay. Yeah. yeah. Then you can double check on it, make sure it's industrial yeah. gauge based on yeah, it's quote. That's good. We do have the money to pay for that. That's a yeah. water fund. That'd be yeah. out of water. Water funds. If everybody's good, then I will reach out to him tomorrow and we'll put it on the agenda for next week. The other one we need to get to, since we have the parameters now, let's get them all going apples to apples. Okay, I will get. Um, and we'll also need like insurance and like insurance. the things that he mentioned. Okay. That bigger roof, but this that roof there needs replaced. Well, if y'all want to pick somebody else, that's fine. That's just the one that had the metal like we was talking like we wanted. If y'all want to pick someone else, it's fine. It's just that that's the metal like we all wanted. So. Yeah. Get away from shingles. Okay. Um, the last thing that I have is they will start um, doing the sewer smoking tomorrow morning around 7 8 o'clock, and it'll go until about 2 30 or 3. So, um, that's about all I got. What are they doing? All, all the village? That's what they were planning on, getting as far as they can with it. Um, I know a lot of it depends on how many people show up. Um, because it's done for um, like credits, 
So it just depends on how many people actually show up tomorrow. So the more people show up, the further along they get. If you have smoke coming out of your gutters, your plumb's wrong. Correct. <laughs> you what? If you have smoke coming out of your gutters, your plumb's wrong. Get you some traps. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, not plumbed properly. I got a on Dunbar. <laughs> <laughs> You're not plumbed properly. You're not plumbed properly. You hear that, Lacey? I got a personal number. I do too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Last workshop, I was, of course, out on vacation so forth. Did anybody bring up, because um, I've had a few phone calls over the last couple of weeks, and it's only going to get more, um, and we also got a call back in February asking when trick-or-treat is this year. <laughs> when does uh, the village want to do trick-or-treat for 2023? I think it It's worked. surprising every year when we start it getting phone calls. It just keeps getting earlier. I, yeah, I think, February, I think, has... <laughs> Really, I, I think it worked out pretty well last year having it on the Sunday before Halloween. Um, just my opinion that families are home, uh, nobody has to scurry home from work and from school uh, to get ready for it through the week. But uh, that would be the you know, my opinion would be I think the 29th this year um, would be the Sunday before and run the, the normal hours, you know. 5 to 6.30 or 5.30 to 7, however you want to do it. But if you want to do it through the week, you know, you look at a Thursday night maybe. That's what we've done in the past. The, the Sunday, I, as, as a parent, when I was when I had little ones, Sundays or Saturday, it don't matter, would, would be way better than through the week. When oh, you're yeah. Running home, I was trying to get the kids ready, and the wife was you're getting trying, off yeah. work and... Of course, I'm on. I'm I'm a dude I'm trying to get kids ready for Halloween. <laughs> not always the best. Does that that Twenty-seven year old one. Yeah, not now. I was talking about in the past. I'm not talking about now. She's twenty-one, but she would still be a pain in the to get ready for Halloween. So the first is November first is Halloween. No, October thirty-first. Yeah. October thirty-first. Oh, and you want it on the twenty-ninth. And Turkey Day. <laughs> turkey month. There's still some I candy like left over. So I know there's some people complaining about it, but I, I I don't get it. If you're working, what, how you wouldn't like it to where you didn't have to rush and scurry and yeah. traffic <laughs> getting into town, and parents oh, trying to get into town, kids walking around. Well, I feel like the traffic. How is it as an officer? I mean, going to be a lot less on a Sunday yeah, than same. Same. Other than celebrating it completely. Huh? Other than celebrating a completely evil holiday on the Lord's Day, that would be the only complaint. I would well, help it helps offset. <laughs> it, does. it does. Look, Crooksville takes their Halloween, their trick or treating, very seriously. They're calling in February about an October holiday. It's very serious. Or, as Fred said, perhaps depending upon how the calendar shifts, a November holiday. I do. <laughs> Either way. Yeah, how much complaining have you gotten from public right, on Sunday? I think more or less on Facebook than calls. I mean, I heard good and bad. I heard people really liked it and for the reasons that we've said, and then other people didn't like it because it was a change, which yeah. always happens no matter what we change. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, because traditionally, I think it's usually the Thursday before Halloween, mm -hmm. mostly. Usually. Unless it was some horrible. But if you look at the calendar this this year, it would be almost a week before Halloween, so. Unless it was some sort of horrible no, weather calamity. Safety sure. issue of it as far as parents getting home. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think the a little bit of the feedback last year, the bad side was the um, the local businesses, the banks, and, oh, yeah. and the uptown oh. businesses complained because they weren't able to give out candy because it was on Sunday. They would rather just have it through the week to where the businesses were able to throw it out. But, well, now, I noticed there were some that wouldn't have normally been open that designated somebody sit out on their front stoop with candy and hand it out anyway for the yeah. business. So. Yeah, the bank's only closed, but don't have to hand it on Thursday night anyway. Yeah. They'd stick around. I mean, yeah. they'd have people there. <coughs> Not going to satisfy them all. Right. When your bank closed at five or six, you know, you may trick or treat from five to six thirty or mm -hmm. something like that. They just hung out a little bit. But, yeah. But it's more of a residential thing anyway. You know, neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. So it's up to you. I thought if we decided on it now, you've got six weeks so they can plan for it and get ready for it. Yeah. As soon as you decide, we'll blast it out on Facebook. There that way go. everybody knows. There you go. I don't have a problem with it. Sunday. Prior. Sunday, what time do you want to do? 6 to 7.30? Get started. There ain't many people get out anymore anyway. So. 6 to 7.30 would be okay. You're still lighting my stuff. It's the week before the time change, uh, before we fall back, so that six, should be okay. 6 to 7.30. Time changes until the next weekend. So I thought we were going to do with that. Way with that. They let yeah. it die in Congress. They it never. They never signed it. The what? The time change. Oh. They were going to leave it, and it died yeah. in Congress. They never passed it. Too busy trying to beat Biden, right? Chiefs, anything tonight? Come on, Brian, give me some good news. <laughs> Anything. Give me somebody. Give me somebody while I'm holding. I have no good news. Actually, no news is good. Make something up. Yeah, make something up. Come down, give me a hand. Chief Wallace, how's the. How's the. Good news. Okay. I got a little BCI and I'm going to handle one case. All right. We'll get it. Solved that one. Yeah. Solved that one. Yeah. We'll get it. Chief Walsh, five days on the job. How's it going? Yeah. It's been a good time. Uh, good. I kept going into the office this morning to try to talk to these young ladies, and they kept throwing me out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that times. was not me. That was all her. <laughs> I, I threw him out. <laughs> Uh, ain't, got, ain't got time for you. Uh, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> she kept calling my phone and then making up runs for me to go on. Oh, uh, like I did. <laughs> sure. But, yeah. uh, Busy day. No, I we, think we, we both had revolving doors this morning. It was just... Pretty much. We've had a chance to sit down and talk. Uh, starting to work towards looking at some of the funding and things like that. You know, they were good enough to educate me on some of those things. Um, we were talking about setting up a meeting with the, the county auditor's office just to try to learn what they've got going on, where they've got going on, things like that, to maybe update some of the levies. 
Uh, we talked a little bit about some of our EMS billing, uh, things like that. Um, I don't know, what else did we talk on this morning? They educated me a lot on the, the billing processes, the how to get stuff here for the village, for the departments, things like that. Um, now I'm at the point of starting to reach out to the state offices. You know, how do I, who do I send my fire reports to? You know, those types of things. Um, one of the folks today brought uh, prevention up next week, or next month, I mean. Fire prevention. So yeah, First week of October. I've got a, a, with everything else going on, that wasn't even on my radar. Yeah. So I'm glad she said something. Um, but I've got to reach out to the schools and see what their plans are and how we can help, you know, who's the audience, what things can we get to be able to give some of the kids, you know, the coloring books, crayons, helmets, and things like that. Sure. So we're, we're planning some things. Awesome. It's just a matter of getting there. We'll get there. So. It was nice to be able to sit down and get on the same page. Absolutely. After, what, four attempts this morning? Three or four? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... That's what happens when you're a nice. busy guy. Yeah, it's kind of nice to be able to, uh, you know, if the ambulance is out on one run, to be able to go out and take care of somebody on another one, you know, awaiting somebody to come in and make a transport. You know, having that ultimately take care of the citizen is, is what's needed. Yeah. So I'm going to expand a little bit of what I can do out of the back of the truck. Not too much, you know, I'm not carrying drugs or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, build up a little bit better first aid and an assessment bag. But just being able to go out and do that kind of stuff is, you know, lets them know that we're out there. Yeah. So. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Chief. Thank you. <coughs> Anything else come for council tonight? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we uh, ought to uh, get a hold of our engineer about the, the baby pool and get our engineering done and get that moving so we can have it done for next year. It's closed now. You know, we still got some good weather ahead of us. Let's get that baby pool fixed up for next year so we can open up and have it going. What are your thoughts? I have to dust off the quotes, but I think we're, we were um, Tom got those in 2020 or 2021, and it was anywhere from 85 to $90,000, if I'm not mistaken. I believe it was Patterson Pools. Patterson Pools. And I've reached out to them multiple times asking for an update on the quote they had sent. Mm -hmm. I've yet to receive anything. Okay. So, um, Go to plan B, find somebody else. She brought up where she's called like 20 different people when no one yes. has, no one either can do it, no one has answered. No one's interested. No one, yeah. it's, that's why I... What's the case? I can't figure that out. There isn't many out there doing it anymore. Yeah. You know, if people say no, is there anybody that you could recommend? Is there? No, not really. Okay. So, no, I'm happy. I'd love to get the baby pool done. Um, we just have to find somebody who's interested in doing it. 
get us a cost estimate. Mm -hmm. Right. Because with inflation right now, that eighty-five or ninety thousand dollars, and my memory served me right, would probably be one twenty-five today. Or more. How did the pool do this year? I mean, did we? I think before we do any engineering, we need to get an idea how much it's going to cost, and and if we can find somebody that'll do it. I don't want to put a bunch of money in engineering until we find out if we can even afford it. Or find somebody to do it. Yeah, I, I know Tim, to do Tim it. had yeah. somebody that was kind of interested, but then he never really... He... Yeah, they were... He doesn't work commercially with anything anymore, um, so it, he didn't have the insurance. He didn't yeah, have all of that have, that we would need. You yeah. gotta have um, yeah. So what does he do now? Who? Lynn Engineering. I mean, he still does engineering. He's retired. That wasn't him. It wasn't. That wasn't who I was talking about. Oh, okay. He's, he's retired though. Okay. Yeah. Are we fixing the pool, the baby pool, or are we going to put a splash pad in place of the baby pool? Everybody seems to really want the baby pool back. Yeah. What's a splash pad? I don't. I, don't, I haven't heard of anybody that wants a splash pad. Um. A cheap alternative, but it long term, once you've been there, you've been there, you've seen that, you've done that, you've got the t shirt, and they don't come back. There was something, if I remember right, when we were talking this baby pool, there was something wrong with uh, one of the pumps. It, from what I understand, that it just needs gutted and to start from start the beginning. Yeah. I, think well, I know people have said before that they like it because it's off by itself, it's fenced in, so they don't have to worry about their little ones as much. It's better than just having the shallower end where they can move into the deeper water. It's just by itself, they don't have to worry as much. So if we're going to do it, I'd much rather give them what they want. I agree. I'd rather have a pool than a splash pad. Yeah. It, it would generate more people too. See, I, I just don't see that. I just think you know, with having a pool already there, if you had a splash pad there, the little ones would be playing in the splash pad. You'd have not really. I I mean, your brown pool is more than me, so you would know. I'm just. I mean, it's in my head. I kids just, ain't gonna learn to swim in a splash pad. That's when you want to learn them swimming when they're four, five, six. Three, four, five. Three or four, yeah. Yeah. That little boat is almost got her. I just don't believe that. I just, just think with the pool there, and it's a beautiful pool. You yeah, splash pad off to the side of it, that would be like. So if, if, we're, if we hold off on not doing anything on the baby pool, could we go ahead and, and do the next. Um, series of putting uh, light, lights on from out from uh, China Street into up to where you turn into the, the park, uh, the football stadium area. It's dark area. It's dark, you know. When we had that engineered already, I think we just don't have it, you know, just didn't have the funds available. So if we don't do the baby pool this fall, can we just put in those lights so people it's safer for people to walk there at night if you drive through tonight you'll see how dark it is it is right in that area 
I don't we can do the lighting, get it done. It shouldn't be too much. I don't. There again, Southeastern High could probably give us a quote on that. Put out that bid when uh, the grant went through, and it was uh, all some electric company out of Newark that got it that did the job. something on the baby pool no matter what whether it be a splash pad or a baby pool whatever again you get under and look the pool is beautiful and it's managed well and taken care of well the one area that this doesn't make sense is the baby pool okay. and whether that's a baby pool or a splash pad it would make more sense either or than it does no, that's just my opinion, but I'm. The lighting needs done down there too. We did have, we got, what, that was two phases, wasn't it? Is that a two phase two or project? three phases? We got, I think two, I'm done. We got the center part was the first one. And then there's supposed to be, I think, two lights up above. They're there, right? And then the rest was from China Street. Oh, what did it cost to do the lighting on I don't recall. There was existing power and stuff there too. Yeah. I don't think there's existing power down on the bottom end, is there? There's no poles or anything down there. Yeah. I can't answer that. There, uh, I don't think there's I'm any I'm not pools. sure where the, uh, that utility room or utility building that they store the mower in. I think that's the furthest point that we have electric down there. Right. That's, that's I, another. I believe so because I think that's how they ran the Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. They okay. may be able to pick it up from, that's another good thing too, so if we get in, in, in that parking area there, and have it lit, just saying, think hey, if you up put there, one in that parking area, you would light up that whole bottom side, which is what you kind of want to do anyway, if you hang your, put your lights right. And if we just got one up, that's where the darkest at is down there, towards the pond that way. Put one up in that parking area. Thanks, Chief. Good job. Put one up near that parking area facing towards the, the pool and the pond. Yeah, I think three lights, four in there they had. I think it's four lights they planned for in there from the entrance in. I have to look at it. Is, I, is this still in the drawer out here? At one time I was laying out in the, one of those drawers, the lighting plans for that. Those are all maps in here in the drawers. Yeah. I don't think there's anything about lighting in there. I've seen it somewhere. I don't know, maybe Tom had it. Somebody has it. Anyway, that's all I had. To try to get a little bit done. Prices going keep going up. They do. No end in sight. One of those two things would be a blessing. What? Lighting order them. Oh, yeah. That baby pool really needs it done, man. Every time I go down there, 
Even when I drive down through, I look and I say, man, that looks beautiful down through there. Other and there's that square little spot. It just looks like, no, it shouldn't yeah. be it's there. It's It is. Well, it is. Well, compared to the rest of it, it is. Yeah. Maybe we could plant some shade trees or something. <laughs> oh. hmm. Okay. Anything else? We're adjourned.